only the Calgary Flames are responsible for putting out the Flames this season. Your Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to a weekend edition of Lockdown Flames. I'm your host, Jess Belmosto, and I'm so happy to be here with you to discuss this final three regular season game stretch that the Flames have and playing meaningful hockey up until game 82. At least it makes the season a little bit more fun. And today we're going to talk about that and, of course, breaking down some Seth Leeds um, comparisons from last season to this season and really seeing where the Flames kind of fell off. Um, and, of course, we we'll talk about the Vancouver game tonight. And before we do that, though, let me remind you all that you can find Locked on Flames wherever you get your podcasts. We are here for discussion on YouTube as well. Thank you so much for to those who have subscribed who have already commented and have been having fun with us all season or just, you know, whenever. So let's dive right into this. The Flames, do they ever make anything easy? And I'm not saying this is like an, in like a negative way. I, I just, I feel like it is very on brand for the Flames to be hanging on by a thread at this point <laughs> and to have, had the season that they've had after the off season that they had is just so Calgary. And I don't want people taking that the wrong way because I know we got some diehard flames listening and you probably, why is this outsider saying all this stuff? It's like, no, I, I would feel the same way too. Somebody said that about my hometown team, but I feel like coming from the outside, it is such a different perspective because this, I've never seen a team play like this before. Never. And I've been doing this for four seasons now, and <laughs> last season was really the first time I've uh, experienced happiness uh, and pride while covering this team. Oh, I'm just kidding. But let's talk about how this, these three games, I mean, it's do or die, quite literally. And there are now three teams uh, separated by one point for the final playoff spot in the Western Conference. And, of course, the Calgary Flames, Winnipeg Jets, and the Nashville Predators. Um, they are all, like, truly neck and neck for this last spot. I feel like everybody had kind of counted Nashville out, but the Preds have that dog in them. They, they have that dog in them, and they are not afraid to keep going. And I think, you know, the one thing that's kept them alive all season is goaltending, something the Flames um, have not had. Um, I think that the main difference between the Jets, like the Jets and the Predators are on one side with goaltending and the Flames are on like the other side of the spectrum. And, you know, you kind of want to be where with UC Saros and Connor Hellebuck and Jacob Markstrom is not, not doing it for you this year. But Right now, the Jets have four games left, and, and the Flames have three, Predators have four, and this is just absolutely brutal to, like, come down to this. We've been saying all season that this they are not going to know what they're doing 
um, <laughs> whether they're hitting the golf course or if they're, you know, packing their bags to go for a playoff game or sorry, playoff run uh, until game 82, because that is just how this team has been all season. It is, it keeps you on the edge of your seat for sure. But it sometimes you're, I just talked about this um, with Gil from locked on NHL. It, it is just so frustrating because sometimes you're just like the season needs to end immediately. Like the game against Chicago last week. I was like, this season can end now. We don't ever have to talk about this season again. We can wipe it from the record books. It never happened. But then they go out and play like they did against Winnipeg. And I'm like, oh, Stanley Cup's back on, baby. Not really. But, you know, you like you, this team is so toxic. It's like a toxic relationship. But, all right, let's talk about how the Flames can make the playoffs. And also, this article is from uh, Flames Nation by Ryan Pike. Fantastic job organizing this information so um i very great resource to have right here so the flames are making the playoffs if they earn or the jets fail to earn combine nine points nine possible points and the flames earn or win earn and or the predators fail to earn eight combined possible points okay so you know Again, we're just we're relying on other people here to um, <laughs> make the playoffs happen, and you know, I, obviously, the Flames can only do so much. They are a team um, that doesn't really have like a strategy besides just rolling out four lines game after game and playing Neanderthals and big old cavemen out there. And you know, I will say, Nick Ritchie does have a good net front presence. He's big. He's a big boy. But and we'll talk about more player-specific stuff later on in the show. But this is the best-case scenario for the Flames. Uh, Nashville wins against Winnipeg tonight. And Calgary wins against Vancouver tonight in regulation. These have to be regulation wins because you need the points. Um, and San Jose wins against Winnipeg. And Calgary beats Nashville on Monday. Last season, it came down to... That game felt like a playoff game, too, and we're kind of back in that same spot. And, you you know, you just kind of love to see it. But uh, Minnesota, you want Minnesota to beat the Jets in a regulation win on Tuesday. And you want Calgary to beat the San Jose Sharks on Wednesday. So, you know, there's a lot of hockey to be watching if you are... um, you know, really invested in this and you're not trying to like wait on Twitter for updates. Um, again, please protect your mental health and like your own well-being. Do not overwhelm yourself. Um, uh, because at the end of the day, you know, this is this we fan is short for fanatics, and I just I promise it'll be okay, uh, regardless of the outcomes. But let's quickly talk about the uh worst case scenario. Uh, worst case scenario for the Flames here. A Winnipeg win in overtime against Nashville and a Vancouver regulation win over Calgary tonight. Please don't let that happen. Winnipeg, um, so a win, uh, a Winnipeg win of any type over San Jose and a Nashville regulation win over Calgary on Monday. At this point, the Flames 
would be unable to catch Winnipeg and they would be eliminated from postseason contention. Um, I, I just, I don't think that the Flames are going to make this easy uh, on themselves because they, when have they ever made anything easy for themselves? I feel like they are very much uh, in their own heads sometimes. And, you know, there's only so much you can do as players on the ice and the way that the roster is assembled and the way your lines are assembled. So, you know, it's going to, it's truly going to come down to game 82. It's not going to be settled by next Wednesday. Um, it, it's not. <laughs> it absolutely is not. But, you know, coming up next, we are going to talk about, you know, why this won't be settled by next Wednesday. Uh, and kind of looking at the Flames' decline, decline? Uh, <laughs> oh, since last season, uh, Staff Leads put out a great graphic that makes it very easy to compare and I think it I think it's great I think it's really nice to look at and uh, we're going to talk about that next but before we do that I do want to tell you about um, Indeed. Um, Indeed is a fantastic resource for your uh, hiring needs. When you're drafting your fantasy team, do you ever wish you could handpick the best stars for your business team? If you're building your talent roster, you need Indeed. Indeed is a hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Super simple. You don't need to spend hours on multiple job sites looking for candidates with the right skills. Indeed brings them right to you. And of course, you know, Indeed is super helpful because um, not only does it pair you with great candidates but it also pairs you with good jobs like they're making sure that um indeed is making sure that you are reaching the better candidates instead of just kind of having a bunch of random people apply or apply uh indeed knows you are growing your business you have to make every dollar count and that's why with indeed you only Pay for quality applications that match your must-have job requirements. And head on over to Indeed.com slash LockedOn to start hiring now. Visit Indeed.com slash LockedOn. Terms and conditions apply. Costs per application pricing not available for everyone. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And thank you for hanging out with me on this fine Saturday. Um, I hope you're enjoying it. It's starting to feel like spring here in New York. Uh, as you can tell, I sound like my allergies have risen and uh you know it's it's a great time <laughs> it's a great time and there's 16 games on uh tonight or t really throughout the day so you just you absolutely love to see it and i'm going to do my best to oh okay so i can't pull up the graphic unfortunately but that's okay um i will make sure it's on uh retweeted on our twitter as well but this graphic is, again, thank you to Stathletes for putting this out. Um, this is the Calgary Flames season comparison between last year and this year. And the biggest thing I noticed, it's not even the biggest thing, it's not. But just the first thing I noticed was their, um, <laughs> they jumped from third to first in shot assists per game. And we know that this team is a Corsi-driven team. We know that it's quantity over quality when it comes to shots. And it's, you know, at least they're first in something. <laughs> you know, I think that it's great to see. And they're 
they jumped from uh, second to first as well in rush shots per game. So really, if there's any sort of like shot um, stat category here, this team is jumping. Uh, they the the one thing here is just again kind of like I feel like the fundamentals of hockey uh, is this. Oh, God. Okay. This ozone cross ice pass per game, um, they were averaging around 5.27 last year. So they were sitting around 10th in the league. Uh, and then this year, they are only averaging 3.81, which dropped them to 31st in the league. You know, there's 32 teams in the league. So you can do the math there. Um, I really do think that this, like, looking at this, Graphic, they truly are a middle-of-the-road team. They are not a team that, like, separates themselves from the pack in a good way or a bad way. They are just right in the middle there. And you see it. You can literally see it. Um, expected goals against per game last season was a 2.17 had them in first which obviously like makes sense because of how good Markstrom was and then of course uh this year it really isn't that bad but it's definitely again this is expected not actual goals against um it dropped or I guess yeah dropped to a 2.31 in putting them in fourth place and this was a very interesting team, interesting uh, stat as well here, because we know that Daryl Sutter assembles his team in a very, like, defensive-minded way. Um, and last season, I will say that Eric Goodbranson was, like, the perfect person to take advantage of Sutter's system, and you're seeing that now in Columbus. I don't even know if he's playing at this point in the season. I, th I thought he got hurt, but... Uh, he he got paid. And if listen, if there is one thing Daryl Sutter's system is gonna do for some of these like slacking players, <laughs> it is boost their uh stats and pad their stats. And you hope that they're going into a contract year, right? But it is so concerning uh to watch this team on go from eighth in odd man rushes to twenty-third. I think that this team has just done, has fallen off significantly defensively this season, whether that be uh, because they really haven't had a six, like a true sixth defenseman. It's been rotating between, you know, Stone and Mackey and Dennis Gilbert. It's just kind of floating there. You're missing Oliver Shillington and Chris Tanev has been banged up this season. Uh, Noah Hannafin, I think, has regressed. Um, I feel like he's put more effort or more focus on his offensive game instead of the defensive aspect of things. But again, these, these could probably be backed up by numbers, but I don't have those numbers. So I'm going off of my eye test. Um, again, I wear glasses. So like, is my eye test like really that reliable? Um, but D zone exit carries per game, 12th to third. Um, so good. I'm, I'm glad that, you know, you can, exit the defensive zone a little bit better this year. I think another big issue here is, of course, goaltending. I think you were going to see – I don't want to say – you goaltending was going to have a setback this year no matter which way you looked at it. Um, 
Jacob Markstrom has never had a season like he had last year. Okay. He's never, that is a one-time thing. And if you look at the rest of his numbers, they all kind of align with where this season is. When you're looking at that, you, you have to take that into consideration because, you know, a guy who's 30 something years old isn't going to miraculously turn this corner and become like this Vesna trophy candidate every single season. Um, you know, I, I think that last year it, it was an outlier. It was so incredible for a reason. And it you weren't going to be able to replicate that. You were hoping to get something, you know, at least like a nine something save percentage. Instead, it's like an eight, eight, nine, I think. The nines is in the wrong spot, basically. Um, but this has just been absolutely whew, horrible. And this this inner slot shot save percentage uh, went from fourth place, or sorry, fourth in the league, fourth overall, to 39th. Okay. So, again, you're seeing – you see such a significant drop-off in these goaltending stats. And, again, I'll put them on uh, on our Twitter page at LO underscore Flames Pod. But, like, to go from such a high spot to, like, the bottom, obviously that's not good. You want to stay, you know, not the middle of the pack, but, like, the higher end of the middle of the pack. I think that the Flames have just truly been – defeated by goaltending this season but it's not just goaltending yes you can look at this and say wow goaltending is so horrible but you also have to take into the other considerations of where where's your offense offense coming from it's coming from like one player where where are your finishers not there where where are your special teams where are your power play goals I don't know I couldn't find one if I tried but to go from third, again, third in save percentage to third to uh, 39th to 29th, and then to drop uh shots through traffic save percentage from seventh to 32nd. Um, you know, those you you really don't want to be that you don't want to be there. You don't want to be at the bottom of the pack. Um, I think that, you know, again, this I, I don't know if this season was an anomaly for Jacob Markstrom or what. Again, I think there are a lot of external factors, including his personal life, um, not having a solid defense. I think that that's playing a part into it as well. Like, it's not just one thing. No, it's not just like, Jacob Markstrom. Jacob Markstrom's bad. No, there are different factors into that. And coming up next, we are going to talk about how Jacob Markstrom is I would assume starting tonight against Vancouver and uh, we're going to preview that game because that's happening in uh, eight and a half hours from when I'm recording. So let's do that. But before we do that, I do want to talk to you about our friends at FanDuel. Y'all know that I love making sure that I have a Tyler Toffoli goal on one of my parlays and FanDuel.com makes that super easy to, to do. Um, I actually got my, I, I didn't hit any of my bets last week when I remembered to, to bet. So, <laughs> but you know, I will absolutely have some sort of parlay going tonight, uh, between the Bruins and Devils, uh, obviously rooting for that, rooting for that over. And then of course, um, we're just, we're going to just go for a Tyler Toffoli goal tonight for the Flames and 
Canucks. And new customers get that no sweat first bet up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. It is such an easy way to like, it's a it's risk free basically, right? And you can download the FanDuel Sportsbook app today. It's safe, it's secure, and easy to use. They then you can bet on everything from money line to point scores, and it may need someone has a multi point multi point multi goal game. So all you have to do is head on over to FanDuel.com slash locked on to secure your. Your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to fanduel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with fanduel.com, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. And thank you everyone for hanging out with me today on Locked on Flames. Uh, make sure you're following the show on Twitter at LO underscore Flames Pod. And of course, me at Jess Mosto. The Flames, man. The Flames. Um, the player to watch tonight is Nikita Zadorov because he had such a significant goal, uh, significant game against Winnipeg. He had two goals, one of which was uh, disallowed, but like he still found the back of the net. I'll, I'll take it, right? Uh, and tonight the Flames are going up against. Wow, hold on. Sorry, I'm just I'm sharing my I'm going to share my screen here. Backland has. Five points in his last five games. That that's sneaky. I didn't even realize that. But uh, so I am just going to do that. Okay, here we go. So in the last five games, uh, Michael Backlund has had five points, and so has Elias Pettersson. Uh, Kuzmenko and Tyler Toffoli each have three goals. Sutter is going to go with Markstrom just because. I mean, we'll keep them keep them warm. You know, you don't pull a muscle on a warmed up when you're warmed up. But the, I will say that the Flames uh, have beat the Canucks twice. They have beat them twice out of three times so far this season. And I think that the Canucks, like, this is another thing that I, where the Flames kind of fall off is when they don't stand, step up for games against non-playoff teams. They have a losing record to teams who have been out of the playoffs um, or teams with losing records. Pretty much all season. And it, that's not good. You don't want to be giving up those points like that. Both teams are looking. I mean, Vancouver's already been officially eliminated. So they're really not playing for anything. So maybe they don't show up tonight. But the Canucks have a better power play significantly. Even uh, it's nine slots ahead of them at 11th. And wow. Vancouver has the worst penalty kill in the league at a 71.1%. So, you know, maybe some things will go in the Flames' favor tonight on the power play. Uh, the Flames, of course, are ranked ninth in on their PK. Both teams are kind of, like, truly right in the middle when it comes to goaltending and faceoffs. I'm not entirely convinced that the Flames are going to win tonight, but I'm also not entirely convinced that they're... <laughs> They're going to lose. Um, this is, again, just one of the teams where one of the teams that just stress me out beyond belief because I, I just, I don't think that the Flames necessarily always have the dog in them. They don't. They've shown that. But at the same time, they've stepped up when they've needed to. Uh, it's, it's very frustrating to watch. And, you know, does this team want to make the playoffs? I mean, I think, you know, we've talked about it on the show before. No, no team is going out there and willingly losing. Um, 
it is a matter of them finding it within themselves because I, I don't know. I don't know what the locker room looks like. I don't know what Sutter's speeches look like or uh, Kirk Miller. I, I don't know what any of those look like, but I, I think that this team finds it within, within themselves to rise to the occasion. Yeah, no. So thank you, everyone, for hanging out with me today on Locked on Flames. Again, you are hoping that the Flames win and uh, the Preds the win tonight against, against Winnipeg. So... Thank you, everyone, for hanging out with me today on a weekend edition of Locked on Flames. You can follow me on Twitter at Jess Belmosto, and make sure you're subscribed to Locked on Flames wherever you're getting your podcasts. Um, happy to be here with y'all. It has been a long season, but let's extend it a little longer, shall we? Get, you know, make it make the summer worth something, right? Um, make all those that long 82-game season worth something as well. So I will see you all on Monday where we will discuss where <laughs> you know we will revisit uh, the weekend and of course the playoff race and until then have a safe healthy and fun weekend